don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's March 16th and time for your Social in 6 update. Every week, Eve and I will bring you the six most important news stories from the ever-changing landscape. To help you get a grip on what's going on and to give you plenty to talk about in the Social Minds Facebook group. So without further ado, let's get started. Do big tech companies like Apple, Amazon, Google and Facebook pay their fair share in taxes? First up, big tech companies are now facing higher taxes. Theo, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's right, Eve. The likes of Facebook and Google have long been accused for not paying enough tax, and now the UK government wants to change that. Last week, following the Chancellor's budget, they introduced a new digital services tax that will affect the digital duopoly, but also companies like Amazon and Apple as well. So what is it? Put simply, tech companies that make over £500 million in revenue a year will be liable for the tax, but only if £25 million of that revenue comes from UK users. So this tax has been set at 2% of sales from UK consumers, but it doesn't look like it affects hardware. So like the iPhone isn't included, but if Apple make further inways in streaming services and entertainment, then they will be taxed. Now, apparently Boris Johnson and Trump have fallen out about the matter, as obviously a majority of these tech companies are American, but the rate isn't as high as France's 3% taxation figure. So with Lens Studio, we really aim to lower the barriers of entry for creating augmented reality. We wanted to make Lens creation as easy as one, two, three. Eve, tell me about Snapchat's new augmented reality tool. Yeah, so last week, Snapchat launched a new ad product and it lets brands create their own augmented reality lenses through Ads Manager. It's called the Lens Web Builder and it's actually being touted as the industry's first web-based AR lens ad production tool. So for those of you who don't know, before its AR lenses were bought on a reservation basis, which had to be done through a sales rep but over the last year brands have been able to go through ads manager which is self-serve but it meant that you had to have your asset ready made to go now brands can choose from 3d objects animations and effects and then they can actually add their logo or other branding materials to their filter these filters can then be applied to the new AR ad campaigns or its unskippable six-second commercials. So this move is probably part of Snap's plan to make its ads really easy and accessible to anyone. And by democratizing access to augmented reality, they're giving brands loads of opportunities to reach its Gen Z audience with interesting creative. As you guys will know, every client has an innovation itch, but most don't have the budget to make high-quality AR. But when you consider the fact that 75% of Snapchat users engage with AR every single day, it's not really something any brand can afford to miss out on. Now, Snap has historically provided brands with some of the best camera-related features in the industry, and this change just proves that they plan to lead the industry. <coughs> Next up, YouTube goes back on coronavirus demonetization. Yep, exactly that. Last week, I explained on this podcast that YouTube was stopping the ability for videos that mention or cover the coronavirus to make money. Now, following a massive backlash from creators, YouTube has done a complete U-turn on that decision. Now, there's good reason for them doing this, and the main one is that YouTube is for many a source of news content, and creators like Philip DeFranco act as a source of coverage on what's going on around the world, including, you know, the, the massive topic of the coronavirus. Now, it's almost impossible not to cover or talk about the coronavirus, considering all the coverage it's getting in the media. YouTube, though, by doing this, does obviously run the risk of giving ad revenue to fake videos, or conspiracy videos and how they tackle this side of things will be interesting to see. Now, in saying that, I've been especially impressed with Google's response to the coronavirus, including how they've been highlighting news from the World Health Organization in search results pages, etc. So we'll see what happens with YouTube and whether they take similar steps in the right direction as well. Right, we'll pause for a moment now because we've received a question from the Social Minds group. 
Hi Theo and Eve, hope you're both doing well and haven't been too affected by all the news surrounding the coronavirus. Just wanted to get your thoughts on the following question. Do you think Snapchat is underappreciated as a platform? Yes, thanks for sending that question in, Laura. And to answer it, I would say absolutely yes. We were guilty of it ourselves a few years back. And honestly, at the time, that was the right thing to do. Snapchat was losing loads of money to Instagram and the ads used to be really expensive and quite hard to use. Now, however, it is a different story. The ads manager is much easier to use and has many more options like the new lens builder. And the platform is providing a much higher ROI than it was two years ago and even this time last year. The bottom line is that Snapchat is still hugely popular with Gen Z and if brands want to reach this group of people then Snapchat is a no-brainer. It also lets advertisers speak to people who respond to short form and long form so the variety of things that you can create in terms of branded content and ads is much greater than it used to be. On top of that it's camera-led features like AR environments are industry leading so if your brand does want to explore altered reality and virtual experiences then Snapchat's the best place for you to do that. The coronavirus has impacted several sectors of the economy, including advertising sales. Now, YouTube have been covering the coronavirus, but Twitter have been telling brands that it is not a marketing opportunity. Yeah, coronavirus is definitely a trending topic right now. And what do brands do when something's trending? They jump on the bandwagon. But it's looking like this is one talking point that's probably best left alone. That's according to Twitter, anyway, who has put out a statement to brands on its platform saying the COVID-19 outbreak is not a marketing opportunity, nor is it something to be capitalised on. Now, Twitter has been a leading example of how to deal with such a global crisis, having moved very quickly to meet searches of the virus name with legitimate healthcare information and making the very early decision to tell its global workforce of nearly 5,000 staff to all work from home. Now, you might be itching to make a comment on coronavirus from your brand account. I can certainly think of a few catchy lines that would work for loads of brands, but that doesn't really make it smart. When people are really anxious and sick and some dying, any piece of commercial content that makes light of it to sell products can be seen as tone deaf, so don't be the next Pepsi. Brands that have already pulled ads and branded content that could be deemed insensitive in light of the coronavirus include Hershey, Cause, KFC and Tinder. People are, however, as always, looking to brands for guidance and reassurance. So if there's an opportunity for your brand or business to be genuinely informative or helpful, feel free. How do you explain this moment? Or what this feels like? Now, Facebook has launched cross-posting for stories. Yeah, change that seemingly uh, came out of nowhere. You can now cross-post Facebook stories from Facebook to Instagram. Now, previously, this could only be done the other way around, as in Instagram to Facebook. This means one or two things for me. The first is that I expect to see an immediate uptick in stories content on Instagram from Facebook users. The second is that it obviously helps content creators and publishers to make their content work a little harder for them. Not to mention it makes life so much more easier for community managers. I wonder if this points to a future where Facebook users, particularly older users, begin to migrate over to Instagram and discover content creation there more often. Now, I was actually surprised to see that Facebook Stories has over 500 million users. So, you know, it's doing a lot better than I think many of us probably give it credit for. But perhaps it's another step in the direction of complete integration between all the apps, including Facebook, Instagram and WhatsApp. Obviously, WhatsApp have got their own stories feature there as well. Obviously, as you'll know, since Instagram's co-founders left several years ago, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg have pretty much had license to do what they want with Instagram. So it's clear that Facebook is utilizing Instagram in new ways that perhaps it couldn't have done before. We're all looking for a community where we can have interesting conversations, share the things we love, and where everyone gets a vote. And finally, Reddit now lets brands pay to trend on trending today. 
Yep, Reddit has made another change in favor of brands, which will be good news to lots of you, I'm sure. It now lets brands pay for placement on the platform's Trending Today page. These new ads are called Trending Takeovers, and they're a little bit like Twitter's promoted trends, giving brands a chance to pay for relevance alongside other cultural moments for 24 hours. The new Trending Takeover ads are a welcome move for brands, I'm sure, but some think it's out of character for Reddit, which was for a long time against brands forcing their way onto the platform. But over the last few years, Reddit has introduced more and more ways for brands to advertise, including promoted posts, which appear on the homepage and in subreddits, and more recently, promoted user posts, which let brands sponsor posts from the influencers they work with. It just goes to show that money talks, and since Tencent, the Chinese tech firm behind WeChat, invested $150 million in the platform, Reddit has definitely changed its stance on ads. Do you know what, Eve? I had no idea that Tencent invested in Reddit. I, I, I must have completely missed that story. But that's interesting to see, you know, their take towards advertising because you're right, historically, it has been a platform that's sort of shunned away from advertising more, I think. And I've been using mm. Reddit a lot more this year. And I'll be honest, you know, a lot of the promoted sort of posts, I kind of skip as most people would do. I yeah. think I'm more interested when brands, you know, like KFCs do organic fun stuff on there, you know, yeah. and get into conversations that way. Yeah, no, I agree. I think branded content is definitely preferable for a lot of users, I think, will think the same way, especially on Reddit because brands haven't had like a big part to play in on the platform until recently. But yeah, that Tencent thing was last year. And obviously now the, the platform has major stakeholders, they're going to want to see ad revenue. And this is just a result of that. So it makes sense. I think also your um, story about Facebook and Instagram stories is interesting and I wonder again how users will respond to seeing content from Facebook on Instagram um, because it is something that they've been really vocally against in the past. Yeah, very true. I'd be interested to see now, you know, I've not used Facebook for a bit, how different that Facebook stories content is to Instagram. But I suspect, you know, like we were saying earlier, in terms of that demographic shift, you know, there's mm. definitely probably two separate aesthetics to the sort of content. I think you're that right. No, on there. Yeah, there is. There is. It looks like a really like low res version, like less professional, less put together. Yeah. So there will be a mix. More but... family and friends orientated, maybe. Do you know what? Sometimes I'm thankful of a reminder of things like that because I'll start seeing content now from Facebook on Instagram and it'll just remind me like who I've got there that I don't want to see so it's a good way of like clearing out your your friends list and like cleaning your feed up we'll see if there's a filter to, to, to turn it off or something yeah. but yeah thank you to those who sent in your questions this week now remember if you want to be featured on next week's episode of Social in 6 send us your questions via voice note and all the details you need to do so will be in the description of this episode thanks everyone for listening see you next week bye bye this has been the Social Minds podcast with myself Theo Watts Eve Young and produced by Ollie Thompson. 